to another episode of the Random Cinematic Universe, the show that uses a random name generator to choose the movies that we watch and then discuss on this podcast. Uh, This week, I have with me Jacob Weidman and Mark Nadeau. I'm your host, Zach Jones, and we watched Animal House from 1978, directed by John Landis, written by Harold Ramis and others, produced by Ivan Reitman. Now... All of these names should mean something to everybody. a lot of people, yeah. Especially um, the three of us who, have, what the only time we were together already was another John Landis. It's so, funny, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I realized that after watching, I was like, "Wait, it's John Landis? Oh, Again? that was the previous director." Yeah, and, the last time we were on an episode together, it was a John Landis movie with Coming mm-hmm. to America. Um, huh? Yes, yeah, so we watched Animal Random. House. Um, there's a lot of people in this movie that, as I was watching, because I've never seen the film before. Um, you as mean I was, continuously? No, I've never seen any of oh, the films. Really? I've, I've seen like the freeze frame of the horse, and that's it. Hmm. Um, that a lot of people that I recognized, and then had to look up and realize that I've only known them in things when they were old. Yeah, and hmm. like it was just throwing me off because they were so young. Uh, anyways, before Baby we begin, bacon. Um, one, it's not really a lot to spoil in this movie. Uh, but we are going to spoil the shit out of it. The funny thing about this movie, though, is that I don't think you'll. Unless you're watching it on a streaming service or you have the video itself, you're never going to watch an uncut version of this film. It's yeah, any, anything on TV will be heavily edited. Entire scenes of this movie would have been removed. Yep. <laughs> For reasons we'll get into. Yeah. Um, yeah, so what, what, what are you guys' initial thoughts? Let me check my well-defined notes. Well, as he's checking his notes, um, this is a movie that I've always seen people older than myself, namely my parents or my aunts and uncles, who would always go on and on about this movie. And I never saw what the big deal was. I mean, I can see it now. It's sort of the, what would you call it? Like the the precursor to frat movies, almost. Like, this mm-hmm. is like the this is the, this is the frat movie... Like origin story, it yeah. if you will, super bad of their generation. Yeah, exactly. It's like right? everyone watched it; it was funny. Yeah, that's it. And I yeah. mean, I've seen this movie multiple times in one way or another, but never the fully unedited, un, uncut uh, version up until today. So yeah, I guess uh, we'll probably give a synopsis. Uh, basic synopsis of the film is that it, you, you follow these two guys who show up on a university campus trying to get into a fraternity. Uh, the first one they go to is a bunch of assholes. Uh, so they leave. They go to a different one. They get in, and then they find out that this fraternity is on academic probation for constantly getting into trouble, low GPA, and just the hijinks they get into, and then dealing with the fact that uh, the dean of the university wants them kicked out and then tries to kick them out, and then what they do in retaliation once they are, are officially kicked out. Mm-hmm. That's the whole plot of the movie. Basically. Yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> please, sir, may I have another? <laughs> Kevin Bacon's first role. Yep. <laughs> yeah. He's getting a paddling. Yeah. And saying, please, sir, can I have another? Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you have a timestamp when that happens, just for my own personal? Uh, I say within I the first later 15, no, 20 minutes. No, it's later no, in the film. Is it? I'd okay. say 45 to an hour, Mark, or something. Oh, it's good. Yeah, it's later in. Yeah. Um, All is well. All is well. <laughs> That's oh, that was thing that yeah. he says. <laughs> uh, I didn't understand the um, military uniform. 
section of the movie. Uh, I didn't, didn't until didn't... the end, like when they they threatened to conscript them, and I was like, oh right, everyone's training for the military. Oh, was it right? because of Vietnam at the time? Because it was supposed to be in 62. Well, the movie is yeah. based in 62. So, And the other thing about the movie being based in 62 and coming out in, in 78, because it's it's a previous period piece, I was thinking anybody who watched and enjoyed this movie was probably anywhere from the age of like 18 to like 40. Because mm-hmm. this is like flashback to Yeah, there were people the watching this movie were like, I went to college at this time. Exactly, yeah. So they had a very clear like, we're going after these people to come in. Come and watch our movie. Yeah. Um, Ivan Reitman? Harold Ramis? Did Her- yeah. Harold Ramis write? He wrote it. He wrote, he wrote yeah. it. Okay. Again, no, Ivan Reitman. Yeah, and like when, Showing up again. Yeah. When, Very random. When <laughs> did... Um, when did SNL start? What year did it start? 76? No, four, I want to say. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that was interesting to see so Belushi, John- Belushi in, his, in his prime. Well, yeah. So, well, no. This was John Belushi. Like he had SNL fame, but this was his first, like, movie. Seventy five. Okay, so like John Belushi probably been SNL probably been out for two years by the time they filmed this movie. Probably. Um, and this was supposed to be like a good career move for him. Now, here's the thing. I've heard a lot about this film over my life. How it's like one of the all time classic comedies. It's amazing. Like kicked off John Belushi's career mm-hmm. outside of SNL, and. Like John, John Belushi's not even that funny in this movie. No, he's just gross. He's just there. I, I did like yeah. his sneaky dance though, when he was like, <laughs> "Oh, when he's just yeah. like they're out in front yeah. of the building, yeah. like to do the horse thing, and he's just running around." You know yeah. that reminded me of that reminded me of a of a, a Family Guy cutaway. Hmm. I was just like, "Hey, remember that time we broke into the building yeah. and you would just see Peter Griffin running around doing that?" Yeah, like, which actually probably makes a lot of sense. Actually, is it exactly what it is. It's probably where they got it from. <laughs> a reference to that, yeah. I, I thought it's like his physical humor and his motions were like I found enjoyable, but then like obviously the food and grossness. You know was what not... I was surprised by in this film is how many scenes there are where only one person has dialogue and nobody else around them says anything, mm-hmm. or they'll just like make a gesture or you know, but like there's zero dialogue. Like it'll just be one person like will talk for a moment and then somebody else will come in and just be like, eh, nah, nah, nah. Mm-hmm. and then that's the end of the scene. How would a there's fraternity... characters that fall away too that are just like, wait, I haven't seen that person in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd they go? And it's funny seeing a lot of these stars extremely young and then they would, they would have done maybe two or three movies in the late seventies, early eighties. And they're completely disappeared except for, I can't remember the character's name or, um, Peter, Peter something. He was the uh, detective in The Mask with Jim Carrey. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I knew I recognized him when I was watching. It. I was like, oh god, I know this. I know this guy from somewhere. Which he was actually. I thought he was great in this movie. Like the yeah. two, the two guys who run the fraternity. Yeah, I thought were the the funniest characters. Also, uh, what's her name? Carrie Carrie Allen, who plays mm-hmm. his, his girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was instantly reminded of why I had a childhood crush on her. Uh, from Indiana Jones. Yep. Hmm. And then Donald Sutherland. <laughs> <laughs> young Donald. The, young the, uh, Donald. What was, was he the English professor? Or was yeah. he just... Okay, because yeah. poetry and he's saying it's boring and then they're going he's to... He's trying to relate and be yeah. like the cool hip teacher to the but, students. But then they're smoking pot with him later. So I, I liked how many doors he locked and windows. What, like, yeah. Okay. Well, was, yeah. Pot. So I want to talk about that. The whole pot smoking scene. How far it's come. Uh, again, for those who don't know, we're in Canada. Uh, mar- recreational marijuana is fully legal here. 
And there's this whole scene in the movie where he's just like, do, do you want to smoke some pot? And they're all kind of like, oh, okay, okay, let's do it. Yeah. And he like gets up and he closes the blinds, goes over to the door, like does like three deadbolts and the slider closed, turns the lights out, and then they're all just sitting there really quietly, well, the, just they, like they, they did that whole setup. They're in the living room, and then suddenly they're in the bathroom. They're in the bathroom. It was like and then, you did all the yeah. lock the doors, close the blinds, and then you didn't even smoke pot in that room. You went into the. They go into the, the bathroom. The couple is in the bathtub together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and so like they're smoking, and then he goes to hand it to... What was the young guy's name? Um, well, I know it's Tom Hulse, the, the actor, but I don't know yeah. the... I don't remember the character. Um, but he's like, I'm not going to go schizo, am I? And they call him... Uh, what do they call him? What was his call nickname? Him? Pinto? Pinto. Pinto, Pinto. Um, and his, like, uh, Don Sutherland hands him the joint, and he's just like, it's a definite possibility. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's the funny thing about that actor. As a kid, I always got that actor confused with the um, Mahoney from Police Academy. Mm. I don't know why. As a kid, I always thought they were the same. But if you look at them like side by side, clearly they're yeah. not even remotely close. But um, it's great in Amadeus. Yeah, I've only seen clips of that, but yes, it's very good. Uh, I want to talk about the fact that there is an entire scene in this film. That the only it does not drive the story, uh, it has nothing to do with the plot. The entirety of the point of this scene is just to have naked women. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Oh, the, there's uh, no other the point ladder. to it. <laughs> it's just John Belushi goes over to a sorority house, puts a ladder up against the the window, climbs up, and just sits on the ladder while we look inside the room, and it's just a bunch of naked women having a pillow fight, and then he kind of jumps the ladder to the side, where Very it's just noisily. one specific... Oh, and they made a point, like, the sound mixing makes it so loud. <laughs> yeah, the ladder's bang, hitting bang, the window bang, bang. and the wall as it's going. And then yeah. he gets to the other window, where it's just the one girl who's taking her bra off, and it's just like, hey, we're just gonna have this shot of this woman standing there. And it also, looks like she's looking at him. She's looking yeah. directly at him. Like, he's just in the window like this. And then it's also implied that his boner pushed him off the wall. Yeah. Because, the like, he's just staring oh, at her. He gets his grin on his face and then, like, the ladder gets pushed away from the wall and he just falls backwards onto the wall. Oh, I, I love that, uh, that crash pad that was... Yeah. <laughs> it just sinks into the grass. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's this weird thing with old comedies, I find, that they would literally be like, well, we can't be raunchy in any other movies, mm-hmm. so we're just going to have these R-rated comedies, which really, we're just going to throw like a, a couple of fucks in there, but then there's just going to be like one or two scenes of just a bunch of topless women, mm-hmm. and like, just because. Also, um, Toga Party. Toga. So at some point when they realize they're in trouble, they decide to throw toga. a toga party. Toga. 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 Wait. Oh, God damn. Toga. I, I'll, toga. I'll be right back. I'll be right back, guys. I do not sanction this buffoonery. Um, toga. Oh, no. Toga. Oh, toga. Toga. Don't worry, I'll cover my nips, okay? Why didn't you just do this before we started the show? Just say toga. Just do it. It's like it's like when he brought up the Mr. Spooks. Oh no! I activated a trap card. Yeah, I did. Anyways, well, uh, okay. Jacob so swims. we're uh, for those of you listening and not watching, uh, we're just watching Jacob strip. He's just in the background stripping. Also, I realized that. I don't know how this goes. 
That looks alright. What, you never tried a toga before? That's not no, how you not do it. Years. I, I also realized that I've Neither never been to a toga party. Neither have I. And I think we need to have a, a crew toga party yes. at some point. If somebody starts playing the guitar, though, you know, it's it's going to yeah. happen, right? <laughs> Fun fact, apparently that hole in the wall from him smashing the guitar mm-hmm. is the only damage they did to that house through the entire course of filming that film, doing that movie, which was in an actual frat So house. it was, oh, I was like, that was a dirty I'm house. happy with my decision, thank you. You look like if I research diplomacy, you're going to attack. <laughs> <laughs> is he Gandhi right now from Civ? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, anyways, Nuclear so war. they have the Togo party, which is you know, just whatever. They're having a party. Um, but there's a scene that comes up where Pinto mm-hmm. has met a girl at the grocery store. And they go up into somebody else's room. They're, she she shows up at the party, just starts slamming drinks. Mm-hmm. They go up to somebody's room. They start making out. He can't get her bra off, so she climbs up on top. She take, she take He's got her hand his hands under her bra. And she goes to take it off, and in the middle of doing so, she passes out and just slides away. And at first, one of the, probably one of the only moments I actually laughed out loud in the movie is as she slides, like, he's got his hands up, and as she slides away, he's left just holding fistfuls of toilet paper. Yeah. It was like she'd, he'd, like, stuck his hands up under the bra, and she just, like, passes out, and he's just holding toilet paper. That's not the only reference to that, either, like... Later on, there's again toilet paper. In the- yeah. Um, but then, so she just passes out. Now she's just passed out beside him with her tits out. And what I thought was a, str- for the time period, strangely uh, progressive scene where it's the angel and the demon where the demon's just like, fuck her brains out. She wants it. And the angel pops up and he's like, no, like you can't fucking do that to like an innocent girl who's passed out. Like you monster. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Like and then that's just the end of the scene. He takes her home in a shopping like, cart. He, in a shopping cart. In a shopping cart. But like he, he puts, doorbell. <laughs> but like he puts her clothes back on her and and takes her yeah, home. And no, you're like, oh, okay, good. cool. Yeah. They made it a point to be like, no, you like, you know, don't molest passed out women. Like, cool. Then later on in the movie, <laughs> the next time they meet, they meet up again. Oh uh, no. And they're making out in a field. Oh, he suggests drinking, and she's just like, I don't think you're even going to need the alcohol to get what you want. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, she likes them, and she's going to hook up with them. And then they're out in the field, and they're about to hook up. And she admits that she is 13. Which I thought was a joke, because, like... She must It seemed like a joke at first. Because it's like... Because he said, I I lied to you. I've never... This is my like, first I'm, time. This is my first time. And she's like, I lied to you, too. I'm 13. And then just cuts away, and... What was that? To jump up and she cuts away. So yeah. now the movie is implying that we have seen a nude 13-year-old woman yes. in the mm-hmm. film. And then the next scene after that is them running to her parents, which is, I think, like her dad's we a mayor. To, yeah. yeah, her dad's a mayor. Um, yeah. Running to her parents being like, we have to get married. So his solution to wanting to hook up with a 13-year-old girl and he's I don't think that was his solution. His college, reaction was like, Whoa, I don't know. Like, but, but she was like, like, we have to get, get married, married, we have to get married. And he was like, like, looked like he was being dragged along. Like, I'd want nothing to do with this. I don't know how this happened. Uh, yeah, so that was that was a storyline that started as like, oh, okay, they're taking the moral high ground. And then just they jumped off the fucking diving board yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. I love all the... Um, 
the alcohol abuse, the the hitting on the <laughs> the hitting on the dean's wife, the oh my god, the hooking up, the hooking up with the dean's wife, the hooking up with the dean's wife, and then the the leopard print, the mirrors. His like room the, was so nice for his, such a his shitty room, house. But the funny thing is, you see that now in a lot of movies where it's a shitty frat house, but then the leader of the fraternity has the he most was, nice he wasn't even decked the leader. out room. He was like the wasn't he second in command? Oh, he's the yeah. second. The, okay, the guy who was the leader was just like yeah. Like not. Well, that's that was. Jeez, uh, wow. I'm forgetting all their nicknames now. Um, Otter was the yeah the, the dude. They who called was him Hoover. Hoover was the Hoover was the yeah, yeah, yeah Hoover's yeah, the yeah. boss. And then uh, the, the the drunken crashing all the time. Like <laughs> like the dean's wife shows up to the party because he's invited her to the party and she says after she can't hitting make on it. her at the grocery store. Yeah, and she says she can't make cucumber. it. She's going to this function. Blah blah blah. So we're at the party. Toga party's happening. And out of the blue. <laughs> fucking Cadillac just like drives through like three cars and just goes so through the much drunk stall. driving. She like so oh, barely gets out of the car, has has a swig of alcohol, and then goes into the party. It's just, it's just too yeah. much. Uh, it's it's so it, it, so. There abrupt. wasn't really so a abrupt. payoff from him sleeping with the deans. I mean, it was like the dean never found no. out. No, no. So, uh, like it was the just only kind thing of like, you see is like later on that night, she's back at home and her just, pantyhose are all torn to shreds, and she's, and she's just, just like putting her feet, like her husband's just on the phone, and he's she's just like kicking him in the face. <laughs> yeah, just oblivious. Uh, yeah, that was hilarious though, where she mm-hmm. was just like, "I'm a married woman," and then shows up with the yeah. only intent to just like yeah. fuck this 21 year old kid. Yeah. Oh, the cucumber line. The cucumber line. <laughs> the grocery store. Mine's bigger than that. <laughs> Excuse me. My, 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 my cucumber is bigger than, than that one. <laughs> like, there, there's again, a lot of lines uh, in that movie again, that I realized Otter, are referenced in other things later. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's where. The, like that Otter, Otter and Hoover, I think, were the two best characters yeah. in the mm-hmm. film. Um, yeah. And what is it? Nieder, Niedermeyer? Yeah, Niedermeyer. Niedermeyer has only ever been in uh, two other things, video-wise. Mm-hmm. Twisted Sister, yep. We're Not Gonna Take It, and I Wanna Rock. He's okay. the teacher who's chewing out the kids at the nice. beginning of the video. Yeah, yeah. he's also like played some asshole in Buffy once. And... That's right. He was... Because um, I, I recognize him the, Wasn't he the master? Like the original, like the alpha vampire from the original show? or No, I don't, maybe. I don't think so. No. But, hmm. yeah, there is just straight, like, like, there's no way that any of the members of that frat house, like, somebody died of alcohol poisoning before they graduated. Yeah. There's no ways they attended any classes, first of all. So it makes sense that their GPA is, like, 1.2. So they yeah. the whole time. <laughs> yeah. But like, the fact that, like, when they get... Uh, officially like kicked out of the school and the school comes into the frat house to like take back all the property that they've stolen from the college over the years <laughs> and somebody just tosses uh, Bluto John Belushi's character uh, a full bottle of Jack Daniels and he slams it in one go and just goes thanks I needed that and just casually walks away the cow again, yeah. <laughs> pulling a cow out of the house um, <clears throat> apparently the uh one of the higher ups from the studio when they were doing a test screening saw the scene where they go into the nightclub when they're on the road trip mm-hmm. for the first time and freaked out and was like, "There's no way this is going to start race riots. We can't put the scene in the movie." This was not. I mean, it was it was funny though. And but Richard Pryor was the one who was like, "Nah, like you got to leave yeah. it." Oh, that's good. Like, <laughs> I found it funny that um, 
Yeah, what's it? It's Otis. Otis. Day. Otis. It's Otis Day. And the Otis yeah. Day and the Nights. Yeah. Which how would a, how would a frat house be able to get that guy to come to the frat party and well, no, so music. the thing is oh. is he became Otis Day because of that movie oh really interesting he, he changed his name oh. to Otis Day because that's what his character's name was in the movie mm-hmm. and it was that's how people knew him by because it makes sense they're in the club they're playing there yeah but at the frat house it's kind of like yeah uh, and when <laughs> that, that frat house is almost like and those... I don't like the TARDIS or something like yeah. where there's just like Suddenly, there's a stage and a bar and like this fancy room. It just it just goes on forever, yeah. and it's got like whatever look you want. And also, yeah. the fact that uh, otters way to pick up a girl in a neighboring town is to <laughs> read the obituaries, go through the obituaries, <laughs> find a college girl who has died, and then show up pretending to be her fiance <laughs> and hook up with the roommate and hook up with the roommate because he's now grieving and shouldn't be alone. <laughs> Nina's screen off face is hilarious right now. It, it, Her it, screen it, off face? Screen off face. Yes. <laughs> Dyslexia is a thing. That you don't have. That I don't have. <laughs> I just jumbled my words. Oh, okay, Nicholas Cage and um, John Travolta. But then, so, like, they, they run out of this club <laughs> and just leave their dates there. And it's just like, nah, they'll, they'll be fine. They'll be fine on their own. And then it just cuts to them walking home being like, man, those guys were jerks. And then she's just like, well, I thought he was kind of cute. <laughs> it's like, uh, okay. That was amusing. Oh, let me look at my detailed notes. I wrote Belushi Sneaky Run. <laughs> ice Cube. I did. Oh, okay. I did like oh, the, the scene where he's seducing yeah. the, the dean's wife. And then he's trying to put an ice cube in a glass and be all smooth. Because he's got this fancy leopard print. Uh, the bar with the, you know, the Mirrors little bar everywhere. and stuff. Gets the glasses, tries to put an ice cube in, misses, and just goes like, misses again. No, 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 <laughs> he gets it in, they're bouncing out. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, he's just like, and then he goes to put up her coat, it's the same thing, just misses the coat hook. Well, he, but he misses everybody, it's, so smooth. it's an established thing, he misses everybody's coats. Anybody goes to the party, <laughs> let me take your coats! And he just sort of chucks them to the side, or, yeah, tries to hang up her coat, fails, hangs up her dress, fails. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, not even remotely close, like, not even within six he's inches. Just, he's but, just like... But full oh. eye contact the whole time, yeah. like... <laughs> Whoops. Oh, I enjoyed that. Oh, and then there's, what was, um... The party where the guy was singing at the stairs... <laughs> With, in front of the four oh girls. yeah John Belushi just goes by and he's just not happy with yeah. the stairs at him for a full guitar. minute <laughs> destroys yeah. the guitar sorry sorry uh, Flounder mm-hmm. has a character oh that was the other the other running thing was uh, Flounder borrowed his brother's very expensive car and they just progressively do more and more damage to the vehicle yeah until it's fully until modified until it becomes <laughs> a fully modified half like, tank half car tank of a uh, no, 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 it's it's the the parade at the end because they crash the parade at the end of the movie, and so they've turned it into what looks like a legitimate parade float uh, that has a tank underneath it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's okay. With, with a tank you that they built in earlier. one night. He brought this up earlier. The um, the army dudes. It it still didn't make sense why the college had like an army regiment. I think mm-hmm. so. It like back then, like everyone's being. But did they have like the was it was this like a pre military program? That yeah, because like offered? you get out of college, you're going to. Okay. Either way, when the no 
when the warden is no. oh jesse has a question the warden you mean the dean <laughs> they're the not in jail war, the constant conflict of military and students on called campuses mm-hmm. and where all the actual protests were happening they didn't go to the military bases to protest it they were protesting the on-campus pre-military programs okay. and also the military was helping people go through school and would have um, presences on campuses mm. yeah. you may continue the podcast <laughs> um well, now I forgot what I was going to say. Thanks. Cool. Have a taffy. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Taffy boy. Taffy. <laughs> taffy. Um, yeah, I wrote military college question mark until oh, I got yeah, to yeah. the end. So then, the dean, when when the dean kicks them. the warden. When, <laughs> they're the warden. in jail. Like, but he, but he, when, when he's explaining that they're all expelled, then makes it a point to be like, oh, by the way, I called every draft office in your hometowns and told them that you're available for conscription. Like, is that legal? Can a college professor just call up and be like, hey, this person? Yeah, they'd love to be drafted for the military. Like, I mean, they got an entire regiment. Everyone got kicked out of school. <laughs> I love the legal argument, though. Like, they're in court or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, school court. And, uh... So he's like, okay, I don't, I don't think it's fair that one bad apple should ruin it for all of us. And by that point, one bad fraternity ruins it for all the other fraternities. And one bad for- school ruins it for all schools. And the entire education system, you're just shitting on America now. Like, yeah. <laughs> it just keeps going Why on the bottom. Why do you hate America? And I'm not going to sit here while you insult the United States of America. I'm like, I like that. It's, 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 it's a semi-valid argument. <laughs> Okay, one of the... Because this is also in the era of absurdist humor mm-hmm. um, peeking through into American comedy. Um, the When the one student who only shows up for a scene or two, like, push it, like, there's the marching band in the parade. He runs out, shoves the conductor out of the way, grabs the baton, and leads them down an alleyway, and then just puts the baton up against a wall at the end of the alley, and the marching band just marches straight into the wall, and then they all just stay there for the rest of the movie, and every once in a while, it, it back cuts to back. They're just, just trying to play. Like, the yeah. marching band trying to play, but trying to walk into this wall. <laughs> and also, because I'm assuming those were background uh, extras, um, one of them straight up snapped their trombone in yeah. half when they walked yeah. into the wall. <laughs> uh, what was the L&D on that? Just like a full trombone that just snapped in half. I mean, it did it happen makes, on one of our movies. It, it so. makes me wonder how many of these stunts people got injured doing because I'm thinking 78, they're probably not super strict on safety. Mm-hmm. They had a full-on float slash car slash tank crash into the wooden bleachers where the had they had like it. five or six people, three main actors. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> Just, uh, yeah. Yeah. Not safe. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So let's, let's round back to something that happened at the beginning of the movie when they take the horse into the office <laughs> and they hand flounder a gun with blanks. They tell me he has to kill the horse because the horse... They the convince horse. him that he hates the horse and he has to kill the horse. Yeah. And so he goes in and he fires the gun at the ceiling and there's this freeze frame of the horse's reaction. 
And a where... thud sound. <laughs> no, 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 but the freeze frame. Because that's like yeah, the yeah. one thing I've seen before. I've seen it pop up in clips of other stuff. I've seen it parodied. But like, what, what was funny about it? It was just like the horse just makes a sound and then they just freeze frame on it because I'm assuming whatever happened immediately after that was just unusable footage yeah. and they just wanted that facial reaction of the horse. But it was just like... I think it's more the reaction of the guys outside being like, what? Did yeah, he actually if, if, killed it? If they had just seen him like hold the gun up and pull the trigger and then it just cut to outside the room and you hear the thud, yeah, then that would have been fine. I just, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. There's a couple things in this movie that were clearly like... The, the like big jokes where I was just like eh. I think it's just more the humor of the time I guess and yeah well you know. like Jesse and I were talking about this earlier like it was a very different time for comedy and I talked about it when we were talking about um coming to America mm-hmm. but even like other comedies I've seen of the era that I've found funnier and now granted this could also be because we had just wrapped a film we were working on I was super exhausted. I'd been unloading a truck all day. And I, like, the end of the night, I'm a few beers deep, and I'm sitting down to watch this movie. I just didn't have the energy to find things funny. Mm-hmm. Um, to be fair, though, we've we've sort of been spoiled with movies like American Pie, Superbad, um, you know, Pineapple Express. Comedy is now the, the level of absurdity. It's... You can't compare movies from, like, the late 70s or well, no, but 80s. The thing, I actually like a lot of those older comedies really? that aren't the, the line-a-rama and like, mm. the fucking ad-lib. I enjoy and, it. Monty Python's absurd. Jesse wants to, <laughs> yeah, talk. Jesse wants to be in this episode. No, I just have relevant information. So this was the first movie that National Lampoon did, which previously was a college campus comedy magazine. Yes. So this might just be the translation of their first form from written article-based cutaway comedy to a full feature-length film. Mm. Yeah. And some of the cutaways didn't work, just like some of the articles in their magazine just didn't. Yeah, that's true. Was there was there second one vacation or uh, vacation was later, mm. much later, I guess. Hey, because vacation thing, like, is amazing. And National Lampoon was making movies up in because like Van Wilder is a National Lampoon movie. Yeah, like mid late nineties or early oh 2000s. into the two thousands, early two thousands. Um, which yeah, that's actually interesting. Now it'd be it would be an interesting thing to bookend. Um, Animal House with Van Wilder, mm-hmm. like one college well, they're, campus they're, yeah. crazy mm-hmm. movie. They're with essentially another. the same but, movie, <laughs> but like thirty years apart. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. twenty-five years apart. However long that would be. I mean, uh, Christmas Vacation has become an institution for most. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's probably the one I've seen the most. And then, have you seen European Vacation? Yeah, that one's yeah. that one's funny. <laughs> I don't know what it is about that one. But that one, that one gets me every time. Rusty meeting the Swedish yeah. girl just. <laughs> Yeah, isn't it a running joke that like Rusty's played by a different actor in every? No, no. So movie? in the in the first two, it's it's the same act, it's the same kid actor. Galecki, but it and uh, sorry, sorry, in Vacation, it's one actor. And Christmas then Vacations, in, Johnny and then, Galecki, and then in European Vacation, it's the same actor. He's much older. He's like almost as tall as Chevy Chase. And then, Johnny Galecki is like five foot six. No, no. So in Christmas Vacation, it's a it's Johnny Galecki in Christmas Vacation. Okay, well then it's a different one in Vacation. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's a different actor oh, wow. in every movie. Uh, we will take questions after the... No, he's, he's looking up. So when Animal House, National Lampoon's Class Reunion, National Lampoon's Movie Madness, then National Lampoon's Vacation. So those other two I've mm. never heard of. Movie and then Madness? Joy of Sex, then European Vacation, then Christmas Vacation. And Christmas mm-hmm. Vacation, which is arguably their most famous one. Probably yeah. successful was, too. Yeah. One, two, was the seventh movie. Mm-hmm. And they had one come out as recently as 2015... 
National Lampoon, Drunk Stoned, Brilliant Dead. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. I'm going to have to go down a National Lampoon rabbit hole. I feel like National Lampoon, like there is, like Mad TV did a, yeah. a, t- a, t- a sketch comedy show. Um, SNL has released movies. I think with National Lampoon, they had a couple of hits. Most notably was like Animal House and then their Vacation series, but only a couple of the Vacation movies. But other than that, it's been like they've they've put stuff out, but it's been really hit or miss. They also have like nine TV movies. I yeah. don't understand how that's feasible. No. Yeah, I, I, who knows? Well, after uh, American Pie three or American Pie, so it was Wedding. They had Wedding, and then there was a bunch of like really crappy knockoff ones, like Band Camp and whatnot. Right, yeah, but right. then they got back together for a reunion, like ten or fifteen years yeah. later. But um, it's the same sort of thing. Like you, you start a a low budget comedy like that. If they start a franchise, so to speak, it's probably just going to be TV movies yeah. after yeah. the first couple of successful. But even ones, when you so. look at like, um, I'd be interesting to look at the the budget behind Animal House because there was some expensive stuff in that movie. Yeah, three million. Wow, that was a three million. Yeah, with three million dollars in 1978. Yeah. I mean, what like he's, he's talking like, about what, the car damage. Today? And he's like, "This could have cost me a couple hundred bucks to fix that car." I'm like, "That would be like ten grand <laughs> <Yeah>. today." <laughs> like, yeah, what? <laughs> Easily, jeez, it's dented. It's dented. <laughs> you can barely hear. Is it yeah. okay? Did you guys have a quality issue with? Because I was watching it on Netflix, yep. and it looked like they had taken the original print. And they put it on like DVD quality, maybe 480p. And then so I'm watching it on my on my computer screen, Netflix.com, and it's just like instead of using my Amazon Fire Stick, <laughs> I wanted to be clarifying. able to, to type to type notes. And I was just surprised that the quality looked like it. I'm watching a 480p YouTube video. Mm-hmm. It was bad. Some sometimes it thing. happened where they literally it's just like old like they just converted the VHS mm-hmm. tapes over. Yeah. They haven't gone back and done like a full No, it definitely hasn't prints. been remastered. Yeah, they no. went on that YouTube to MP3 converter website. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no one knows the name of, by the way. They just Googled YouTube to MP3 yeah, yeah. every time. Nobody well, knows you what used it's to, You used to get rid of the triple uh, W and type in PWN and then the rest of the link and it would just bone. <laughs> it, it would just send you there. Yeah, that, that's the end of my notes, Doug. No, I'm just laughing at the fact that, you, like, in, in oh, a category, like, for cinematography, you have Belushi Sneaky Run. <laughs> Acting, you have Ice Cubes. And production design, shopping you have cart. Shopping Cart. <laughs> this is the notes I, that I, I get. Usually, I usually take notes, and this time I forgot to bring them. Hey, so. I, I took notes this time. Uh, this is the one time I actually intentionally didn't take notes while I was watching the movie because it had been so hyped up my entire life as being mm-hmm. this, like, amazing comedy, and I just wanted to experience the film and mm-hmm. not be, like losing anything by stopping to stopping paying attention to write notes and stuff did it feel long to you guys the length of yeah. no it didn't actually a little, little it, did, it did for me yeah. I, was, I got halfway through and I'm like there's still 50 minutes like what like it's know, what an hour 48 ish I think so I, I, don't, I don't know because like it was it looked like the bar looked like it was two thirds of the way through and then it said 45 minutes remaining and I was like whoa oh, okay okay we had yeah, a, a bit of, of a time constraint. Uh, yeah. Jacob and I both watched it yeah, this, yeah, this morning, crunch. so it was kind of a I, I, I started it watching it at 11.30 last night Probably when I should have been asleep. Oh. Well, it was great. Yeah. My only other notes are Ivan Reitman again, two in a row. Mm-hmm. John Landis again. I, I, I just keep I keep running the same people. I'm, I'm thinking maybe I should make a connection between all the movies that I 
Do you want to hear like shared, try to find their shared one universe thread? <laughs> yeah, it's a crossover. Yeah, Ghostbusters, Animal House, Coming to America. Well, the, the the babysitters <laughs> thing had Ivan Reitman produced it. Oh, so it was like, huh. oh, oh yeah. And I was like, okay. By the so way, back we're, back, pick, Ivan we're probably picking up that airplane going by. Well, and then also we had um, when we watched uh, Baggage Claim, um, they talk about him, uh, the rich dude looking like he's from, well, I can't remember the name of the country now. Wakanda? No. no. <laughs> That's the other rich one. I know. <laughs> I, I, I said it before I thought of it. Uh, uh, what's the country from coming to America? Oh. Uh, Zamunda. Zamunda. Zamunda, yeah, yeah. See, it's all coming together. The random cinematic universe is forming. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> Who's, who's our Nick Fury? Ooh. I mean, it kind of seems like Ivan Reitman right now, but... Yeah. Ivan, <laughs> Ivan Reitman. Behind the scenes of everything. No, I, Ivan Reitman Him is and our John Kevin Feige. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So who's, John who's, the one act, who's the one actor that ties it all together? Uh, we'll have to go Nick back Fury. through and, and check. That would be our Tony Stark. Um, yeah, okay. So, like, what have, ratings? What, what are people... What's ratings for this one? Like... We're doing the, like the breakdown ratings, like in terms of. We could we've kind of been splitting it into like production quality and like just entertainment value. It's for. Yeah, I don't think I can go that high. Like I enjoyed it, and maybe it's one of those movies that, like, I rewatch, and then it gets funnier as as it goes. I think like, it's definitely a generational film too. Yeah. You know what I also think? I think I'm, it's a group watch movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah a group and drink watch yeah. movie. Like, I think if you're drinking and you're with a group of people, it'll be much funnier oh, than yeah. by oh, yourself yeah. watching it in bed at you know midnight. Yeah, well, I was watching it in the middle of the day by myself. I should have grabbed a beer or something. <laughs> I don't know. I was just like, this is entertaining, but I'm not like... I chuckled to myself a couple times. I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, with, that's what with, all I got. with the the John Belushi run, the ice cubes, and the shopping cart. What? <laughs> Don't hit the table. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very resonating. It's... Well, I'm, I'm just trying to make my point. But and I I so at entertainment value, I kind of go like six point five. Then, like I can't really go yeah higher than that. I give it about a six as well. Um, one thing we. We briefly talked about, but I wanted to mention again was the struggle, the virgin struggling with the bra. Oh, <laughs> I mean, at some point we've all struggled with a bra, <laughs> and I just it just made me laugh. You know, <laughs> just the just the innocence of it. It was just you know they're making out, they're having a great time, and he's just just struggling. Like Jesse just disagrees. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hook latch. You just unhook. Uh, it. Oh, there were there were six. You, you, there were there were six. Yeah, right. It was the most finger, finger behind, on thumb on one side, finger it, on the was, other. It, it wasn't it wasn't a tricky one, but yeah. <laughs> Off. Um, Worst case scenario, scissors. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, so again, you people six, who are watching this ten. and hearing voices <laughs> in the background, because Nina and Jesse are in the room while we're recording this. Hi. Nina, have you ever been so drunk that you couldn't get a bra off and just left it on and slept with your bra on? Yeah. <laughs> just because I know I know at some point, at some point, all the men in this room would have struggled with a bra. Probably the first time you've ever come across it. But I wanted to get your perspective on that. No, it was, it was, it was very drunk. Trying to take the bra off. Yeah, it was, it was having a hard time. Yeah. Okay. That makes me feel better. 
Okay, your rating, Mark. Six out of ten. Both? Production value and entertainment value? Yeah, I mean... That house is just something else, though. That frat house was just mm. like I now know it, probably it was know a frat was, house, and but, they just... but that was that that was a set deck house. Like that, like they oh, would have sure. like scenic painters were in there. Just There's the, no the sheer way amount that of that glasses flying around and bottles hitting the walls it. and shattering and. The the when they're trying to pick members to initiate, like they're just throwing, throwing the beer. beer at the screen and yeah. just seeing it run down the screen. So many, yeah. Yeah. so much class. Yeah, I'd still say six. Yeah, six I'd, across the board. Yeah, I'm about there. I think you know, I think like production value wise for for the budget that they had, I think they did a good job. Um, like there's a few spots, like you said, like the crash mat when Belushi go yeah. takes the ladder down. It's very visible. Um, but that might horse's body for in the comedy. Yeah. <laughs> that's that was purely for comedy purposes, oh, though, because sure. it's just the legs sticking up yeah. from behind the couch. But yeah, yeah, I'm I'm probably about the same. I'm sixes sixes across the board. Mm. I think. Um, I, I don't know. I just wasn't. It, it wasn't. I, I'm, I'm whelmed. Yeah, uh, there was one other point that we could touch on that was brought up earlier in the movie, where. Like the one girl, it, it's implied that two of the leading frat members are gay, or mm-hmm. that they're like she oh, just she straight up joke, says like... it, and then the they cut to them in the bedroom, and the one guy's getting undressed, and the other guy's flipping through a magazine, but then they never come back to that moment. Except like, for they, they kind of when you when you're looking in the initiation and. All the new members are pretty much naked and they're being paddled. No, well, that was that's the a other different frat. frat. Yeah. Well, that was a different frat. Oh, okay. Because I thought those that two was the were hoity, the... No, the hoity-toity oh, frat okay. house was the one that was like had pledges bent over. Right. Yeah. Right, smacking right. them on the ass. This, yeah. this one, it seemed like... like no, no, The no, reason right. he was having difficulty with his girlfriend was because he was, just wasn't feeling it and he was really like well, she in was love giving with him, She was giving him hand thing. jobs in, in the car and he just wasn't even getting hard. So oh, that, that was the other guy, but yeah. I'm getting them all mixed up. No, to me, I they're all the same person. Other frat. All other same frat. Person. Yeah, I think it, it was very person. much um, like it was just the, the joke. Like, ah, they're just... Oh, that's the other thing. There's some some slurs in this film. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, when which Niedermeyer... One, it, it's the 70s pretending to be the 60s. There's going to be slurs. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it was, it was Niedermeyer. Um, yeah. what was, it was part of the, the end when everybody was getting in fights and piling yeah. up and Niedermeyer's just yelling faggot over and oh, over yeah. and oh, over yeah. again. Yeah. Just screaming it at them, and I was just like, "Wow, wow!" I just got pulled yeah. right out of this. Like that mm-hmm. was jarring. Yeah. Um, you know no, what? they didn't touch the other slurs, <laughs> but it's, it's mostly just Niedermeyer. We, we what we saw was the edit. Like I don't know who knows what else could have been in there originally. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no, the the fact was is like the, when they go to that nightclub, that was what Richard Pryor was like. No, yeah. no, no, leave it in. Yeah. Like don't don't take it out of the movie. Anyways, that was that was Animal House. We mm-hmm. watched it, and um, it was a movie. It was a movie. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Tell me why I'm wrong. It inspired um, a lot of other movies. Clearly, oh, a hundred percent. I think I think it, it, its place in cinema history is there for a reason. Um, it just didn't. I, I was just not not impressed by it. Um, so we're gonna rewatch yeah. it, drunk. We're all gonna get drunk as and shit. Then re-review. Have a toga party. Put it on a projector, and then we'll do another. No, we won't. We're not 
I mean, we'll Too do far. some of that. We're not doing another podcast about it. Anyways, uh, for those of you who are tuning in and want to watch the movies ahead of time of the podcast, next week, uh, the algorithm has selected In Dreams from 1999, which if you're in Canada, you can find on Amazon Prime. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's where we're going to go, and I think we're going to cut it off here. That has been another episode of the Random Cinematic Universe the podcast where we use a random movie title generator to choose the movies that we discuss um, if anybody out there wants to sponsor us, that would be fantastic. Um, anybody who has a good sugar-free iced tea, uh, hit me up. Uh, and then I can have a label on my iced tea bottle here instead of trying to hide the fact that, you know, there's only, really only one iced tea that comes in a square bottle. Toga, 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 toga. And that's enough to cut Dude, I love At least it so wasn't fucking. Uh, I I had part. So we originally we had, there were these headphones and then a pair of white, a pair of blue, um, and a pair of black. Yeah. And well, Jeanette first, threw them all away. I think the first day. Okay. Because they were at the Delta, gotcha. and then I was in Vernon, and they were like, "Hey, we moved everything out of the Delta," and I was like, "Jeanette, where are the three boxes of over your headphones I had on the mantelpiece?" And she went, "I thought the boxes were empty, and I threw them away." No! I mean, they were dollar store headphones, so it's like $12 worth of headphones, but still, three pairs of headphones that were going to be just like permanently part of the kit, just thrown away.